At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shah on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Friday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shah here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Happy Friday. I know you don't like those, those colloquial Friday. greetings. Greetings on like a Friday or Wednesday. <laughs> but still, it's almost the weekend, Amal. That's the way I look at it. Like you get, you got to get excited about Fridays, right? I'm not. Listen, I live in Vegas. Every day's Friday for me. Sunday's Friday, Tuesday's Friday, every day's Friday. It's a good point. Uh, yeah, and I can't wait for the weekend slate. We're going to talk all college, college football and pro football uh, throughout this next two hours. But there are a couple of news and notes that I wanted to bring to our attention. First of all, the story in Boston has not gone away. We were talking about it yesterday. It was kind of breaking when we were on the air yesterday. Ime Adoka has been officially. Uh, suspended. He will not be the head coach of the Celtics for the upcoming season. We talked to Josh Applebaum yesterday in the program. He had mentioned how the, the win total, he had already played the under on the win total. From a, from a perspective of what we do here at VEASAN, we're trying to give you the best numbers and the best insight as to ha- how to handle a situation like this. The part that's really uncharted territory is how do the players handle it? Because, you know, we're trying to guess win totals here and whether or not the Celtics, who were the favorites before this news came out yesterday, to win the NBA championship of all, we have no idea from a human level how the players respond. And now you're going to have a new head coach, uh, Joe Mazzulla, who has never been a head coach, uh, certainly in the NBA, and he's going to be the interim guy, but I'm assuming that interim tag will be for the year. Is there any way to quantify what the absence of your head coach that got you oh so close to winning the NBA championship a year ago from our perspective, how that affects the C's going forward? 
I don't think it's going to have as profound an impact as some people think it is. Look, I think we could wind up with a situation if things don't go correctly early on. Maybe Brad Stevens pulls a Pat Riley and comes down and gets rid of Stan Van Gundy. Hey. It's too good of a year. You can't sit there and jeopardize it based on this thing taking place off the court. Last year, they go 51-31 and 31 if you like the under, simply because last year they won only 51 games by comparison. That could be an argument. But you said the season win total is, what, 51 and a half, 52? Yeah, and it's come down, I do believe, in the last 24 hours. I don't think it's been a precipitous drop. Yeah. 54 and a half currently. Right. So it's still a, a high total of 54 It is to begin half. with, right, exactly. It's not crashing like the stock market or anything, but it's still, <laughs> it's still something to take note of. So is there, would this be a stay-away situation? Do you see if there's stability with the Cs? Yeah, I, I don't look at it that as big of a deal. It could potentially be over the course of the long haul, especially in the postseason. But, mm -hmm. you know, Boston's won more than 55 games once in the last 11 years, and that was 55 exactly. So you already were challenged with the total itself. I, I don't think it's going to be easy, and I think that's something you have to take into consideration because we kind of look at the 60-win plateau in the NBA as an incredible accomplishment. You're theoretically sitting there saying, hey, these, this team is five games away from getting there. I don't know if they're that good of a team. I, I'm kind of with you. Everything kind of – it really is second half of the year. Remember, they didn't have a great first half last year. Then they really turned into a defensive juggernaut in the Eastern Conference – uh, on their way to the to the final, and then maybe underperformed a little bit there. But again, that's the situation. He is officially out as head coach for the year. And look, if there's more news to bring you on the story, we'll bring it. And certainly in a gambling context, uh, how it affects us here at Veasan. Um, I <laughs> my Twitter handle and uh, timeline was going crazy today for all the Cowboy backers out there. I don't know if you guys heard Kelly or Ramal, but Jerry Jerry was speaking, and when Jerry speaks. People seem to, well, they, they go like, Jerry, stop speaking. What are you doing? I love him for it. And you know this being from Dallas. Jerry's going to say what's on his mind. So he went into great detail to explain that if Cooper Rush really played well, and he said, oh, yeah, up to 10 weeks, you know, he's not, he says he wants a quarterback controversy. He wants there to be a controversy. And he kept going back to when Dak came in as a fourth-round rookie out of Mississippi State, and then Tony Romo got injured. And got, you know, we went into playoffs. We had a Tony Romo on the bench. Nobody else went in there with a rookie. We did. Like saying, you can lose your job to injury. It's the worst kept secret in sports, by the way. And Mike McCarthy then came out and said, there is no quarterback controversy. Is there a quarterback controversy? If Cooper Rush, let's say they beat the Giants. And by the way, this game has tightened up. The Giants were as, as high a favorite as two and a half. I've seen down to one. Might be pick them by the time we get to that primetime matchup. What's Jerry doing down there in Big D? Nothing. You know, look, he's hoping that Cooper Rush could create a co yes. quarterback controversy by playing well. I just don't think he's the guy. I mean, if you're the New York Giants, you sit there and go, we got a great shot to get to 4-0. We play Cooper Rush and Justin Fields in the next two weeks. If we're not winning these two games, <laughs> I'm not sure which other games we're easily going to be able to win. But Dallas has got enough talent around them that they can make this thing work with the running game. And then he's got to make some timely throws, convert on third down. That'll give him an opportunity. Uh, but I, I understand where, where Jerry's coming from, and, you know, he, he likes to talk. And when you spend, you know, the money he spent to buy the team and you've owned the team since, what, 89, you get to do what you want to do. And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really even think this is a story. Amen. All of what you just said. I, I'm totally there with you. People want to make this a bigger issue. Like, oh, Jerry, it's exactly what you do when you're the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know why I always say people cover sports? Because they're not intelligent enough to actually cover other things. <laughs>
That's just the reality of the real things that impact people's lives on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, like, you, this is what you're coming up with in week number three before you play the Giants on uh, Sunday night, or, excuse me, Monday night. Look, the bottom line is Cooper Rush is just a guy he's fortunate enough to be on the roster. I always look at a guy like Cooper Rush and say, I never, ever want to come in a game because people will realize I can't play mm -hmm. and that I might not actually be Jason Garrett who can actually be a competent backup. Right. Cooper Rush, to me, is a guy that the more he plays, eventually you're going to be like, yo, this guy's Nathan Peterman. Well, you went back to Thanksgiving 94 on me there with the Jason. It led them Jason to a Garrett. Super Bowl. They got the home field advantage very, because of it. Very impressive. And by the way, but you're spot on. It, what Jerry was saying for those on social media with consternation today going, oh, my goodness, there's a quarterback. No, he hopes that Cooper Rush plays well enough that they'd say, hey, maybe we can let, give Dak an extra week to heal. But there is no quarterback controversy down there in Big D. But this is what social media does on a day-in, day-out basis. But to that end, and Kelly, I saw this in the notes today, Sean Payton – of course Sean Payton said what Sean Payton said. He'd be interested in returning to the NFL in 2023 for the right position. I mean, talk about the team. Who didn't see this coming? We thought Sean Payton was really going to be retired and go to TV. Well, you knew this wasn't going to last, right? Sean Payton's going to get back in the NFL. If Just pick any team you want. When you look at a futures market and you put Sean Payton as the head coach of X team, Amal, is that a one-game, two-game, three-game, or no-game flip for you, no matter what team it is? I think it's definitely a couple of games, but I think also he's not going to just walk into any situation, right? He's going to be the most sought-after free agent coach out there. So to be a scenario in a situation where he thinks he could win with the right quarterback, let's say Nathaniel can hack it in Denver, <laughs> and he's not the guy. And based on what we've seen out of the first two weeks, it looks like he's definitely not the guy. I mean, you got to give the guy credit. He comes in his, in his first game. And he wants to set the record for the second longest kick made in NFL history. I love the optimism. I love it. Just getting out there. You know what? We're going to play in one of the toughest stadiums in all of sports. Forget in the National Football League. We're going to try and kick a 64-yard, 65-yard field goal here. Let's just go do it. By the way, we've got a quarterback who's got a ring. Probably should have had a second one. And they're in a scenario where we could throw the ball on fourth and five. No, 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 no. Let's realize we're at sea level here. Mm -hmm. We're not 5,280 feet up in the air like we are in Denver, and let's go for this. I like, I like the way that Dave asked the question and then the way you went with it because, well, how many wins is Sean Payton worth over Nathaniel Hackett? As of right now, it might be five or six. I don't exactly, know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, that, but that's a good point, though, right? Because I'm sure there are owners out there today going, man, if I had Sean Payton, we, would, we have, would Denver be a home dog to San Francisco? Like, literally, take Nathaniel Hackett at it. And put Sean Payton this week, would the Broncos be a one-and-a-half-point underdog at home to San Francisco? I don't think there's any way they would be. I would agree with you completely. And, and to me, I, you know, Sean Payton uh, was a tremendous coach in New Orleans. And, you know, the one thing you look at the last few years, they're, they're a team that you thought probably should have gotten to a Super Bowl. Uh, unfortunately, last three, four years, couldn't get it done. But the, the way Hackett has started – I mean, this guy to me is among those. Uh, he he reminds me of a few coaches that I thought were terrific coaches. Paul can't hack it. Al can't coach grow. I mean, some of these guys long way. By the way, one of the greatest situations ever, 2001. Al Grow, Wisconsin and Virginia. Virginia's down 16 yeah. nothing. They score a touchdown with five minutes to go. He kicks the extra point. And buddy yes. of mine goes, buddy of mine goes to me, he goes, dude, is there not a single guy on the staff that says, hey, coach, we got to go for two here. You got to tackle that guy. <laughs> we got to remember in Charlottesville, they hadn't figured out the two-point conversion that had, been, had arrived yet. Uh, they were the still way, in the old system. I, I wish somebody was a Jets fan here, but my all-time favorite coach, Richie Kotite. Oh, four, four and 28 in two seasons in uh, New York. Did, did Richie Kotite... Was that pre or post? Like, when did, when did they, we try the college coaches and it didn't work out? And 
Well, they've been trying that for decades, right? Right, because they tried they tried Lou Holtz back in the 70s. So, yeah, they, right, and Frank Cush was there with Frank the Cush. I mean, you've had guys come along. Urban Meyer might be the biggest failure of all time. Wow. Bobby uh, Pacino pulled the Baltimore Colts and left in the middle of the night. Speaking of, of former Jets coaches, the Herm Edwards story at Arizona State is getting wild. So today, there are reports out that staffers at Arizona State were giving information to the opposing team to help get Herm fired. You play to lose the game. My goodness. First of all, from a betting standpoint, by the way, he went 26 and 20 as head coach at Arizona state. If the staff was actively working against term, I would use that on my resume. <laughs> Guys were using this against me, and I'm all, guess what? I still was six games over 500. Have you ever heard of something like that? This is absolutely absurd, but there's a few things to look at here. First of all, Ray Anderson, the athletic director at Arizona State, he was Herm Edwards' agent. Oh. Ray used to be an NFL player and coach agent, then worked in the front office in the NFL, and then took over the AD job at Arizona State. So I, I thought Herm lasted a little bit longer than he would have anywhere else because of the relationship with him and Ray Anderson. Uh, this program is an absolute shambles. To me, Arizona State should be a top 20 school every year. Mm -hmm. Just look at all you got to do is get guys on campus. Trust me, if you've never been down to Tempe, down to Mill Ave, just go out on a Friday night. And if you're between, I don't know, 16 and 18, trust me, you're signing up to play at ASU. It's, and it's, it's amazing. Good golf that, courses, he's right. Parents, right. Yeah, that's what it is, exactly. <laughs> For the coaches. Um, for Herm, when he's on the coach now. I, this program's in shambles right now. They had to make the move. <laughs> it really is. By the way, great shirt on a Friday. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Friday night games that we have in college football and then dip our toe into Saturday. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks and glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides, covering every game all season long, pro tools, like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips, updated every hour with actionable insights to help up your betting games. Sign up now for our discounted football special. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175, or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all season long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We were talking about Herm Edwards and the, the news. Obviously, he's out at ASU. And Kelly did some uh, research during the break for us. So far, the news, by the way, is not that Herm Edwards is no longer the head coach at ASU. The news is, is that staffers were giving opposing teams information about Arizona State in the hopes of Arizona State losing so Herm would lose his job. By the way, one and two ATS this year, six and seven ATS a year ago. I'm not saying that that affected it, but I would say if other teams had information, how could it not affect it? Well, there's no question about it. It goes to the integrity game. You're hurting the players on your program. I think it's a compound impact, uh, effect. But the reality of it is, Dave, I think this is a one-off, right? Like, let's say you're the head coach or you're an OC or DC at one of the other programs we're playing, and I call you up and say, hey, you know, because I know we're tight, and I say, hey, this is the information I'm giving you because we're trying to get this guy run out of town. I don't think this happened across the board because okay. I think it would have come out sooner, and I think it would have been pretty evident if you're watching an Arizona State game like, hey, these guys know everything that's coming or what's going to be run. Um, but this team looked completely disengaged. You had a backup running back for Eastern Michigan absolutely go th- through them like a hot knife through butter. They couldn't stop anybody, and I don't know. It, it's just interesting to me in terms of – what has played out here. This is very alarming if you're looking at it from an ASU standpoint. It is. And again, there's a big difference, obviously. If you go back to the Super Bowl, the year one for John Gruden in Tampa when they played the Raiders and Bill Callahan in the Super Bowl, and they said, we know the plays that are coming, right? And that was manifested itself on the scoreboard that day. That's because one coach, Bill Callahan, didn't switch the, 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 the numerology, if you will, of the plays. So, you know, John Lynch, who was the safety, that was just calling out the plays. This is different when a staff is giving other staffs information. I do wonder, you're right, let's hope it's just a one-off, but the one thing we want to have in sports betting is integrity. That's the one thing we have to, we have to believe that these numbers are on the up and up and that nobody's got a, a decided advantage. And I just wonder with this news coming out today, if the NCAA does their yeoman's work and for those staffers that are involved in this now, 
I'll be curious if they find other work because to me, this would be a serious potential allegation. If we don't know the context, you're right. It could be, Hey man, uh, you know, watch this, watch the way our line. I don't know what it could possibly be. If it's something like, we just don't like the coach. It's one thing, but if you're actively trying to tell game plans that affect numbers and what we do, I think that's a bigger issue. Yeah. I, I mean, look, if it came out who it was, their coaching career is over. Done. Uh, but it, I don't know if anything will come to light. So many times you hear these things and it just anonymous. never. Yeah, anonymous, which I get because otherwise people wouldn't provide information, right? They're right. jeopardizing their livelihood and potential future opportunities. So, uh, but it's very concerning or disconcerting if you're an ASU fan, backer, booster, what have you. I mean, that's a real problem. Absolutely. Let's get to Friday Night Football tonight. I think it's, some would say, the game of the year. Virginia against Syracuse tonight. No place like Doma Mall, as you know. Now, this number was up as high as 10. It's come down to 9.5. By the way, it's the undefeated Syracuse Orange men will be taking battle against the, those guys from uh, Charlottesville there, Wahoo Wah, University of Virginia. Total's 54. What do we make? I know that Virginia's got a very talented quarterback, right? By the way, that Syracuse-Purdue game somehow hit the total with a wild fourth quarter hit, went over. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was 10-9 going into the fourth and somehow went over. What style of game do you anticipate tonight? And, and by the way, your pro tip yesterday was spot on saying that Chattanooga game against Illinois, they didn't score. And you mentioned tempo with teams. Yeah. I wonder what type of tempo do you think? Who wants more possessions, Syracuse or Virginia? Well, based on the way the Virginia offensive line has performed, I would have to say Syracuse. But in that a game last night, I think the Illini were up 24 nothing at halftime. Final score was 31 nothing. Yep. Um, but, you know, in reference to this, here's the problem with Virginia. Brennan Armstrong, you mentioned, a very good quarterback. The problem is his offensive line is like a car wash. They're letting everybody through. <laughs> I mean, you got a shot to get a sack in this game. If you don't get a sack in this game, if you're a Syrac- Syracuse edge rusher or a defensive lineman, you're not going to have too many uh, better opportunities all season long. Um, this Virginia team's got some major issues, inability to convert on third down. To me, I look at Sean Tucker. I think he's a very underrated running back. Schrader's been inconsistent for the Orange at quarterback, but I think they're still better than Virginia where the uh, Cavaliers are at this point in time. I would look at the Orange here in this game, but I'm not going to play this one at nine and a half. I think tomorrow there's a plethora of games that are better. Very quickly, uh, selfishly, who is Syracuse these days? Because I'm old. I go back to the Dick McPherson days, the Paul Pasqualoni days. And, you know, back- there's another idiot. Paul, Coach P? Well, I give you a perfect example. 97, playing in Morgantown. There's 40 seconds left in the first half. This guy decides to send a, back, a guy back in his own 10-yard line when the Mounties got two timeouts remaining in the first half in less than 40 seconds. I'm like, what are you doing? Let the ball bounce. No, no, no. We're going to try and fair catch it. Fumble. Mounties get the ball two minutes, la- uh, two minutes later. Two plays later, the game is over. What year was that? 97. People say that I don't let stuff go. It's not that I don't let stuff go. It's just that it's amazing to me. Every week I hear how smart Belichick and Harbaugh know. I go, no, you're just in a room full of morons. <laughs> the average guy out here in Vegas is just as a better, is 100 times smarter than these coaches. Time scoring situation. You know, Michael Lombardi made a great point. He goes, well, coaches don't want to think of it from a negative standpoint. I said, the reason why we all have auto insurance is not because we're going to get into a car accident, because we know there's idiots out there. By the way, that's on a billboard literally in Vegas. It's not that that you're a good driver. The guy next to you might not be a good driver. It's it's the coaching. But I just, I think McPherson was a good coach. I don't think Pasqualoni is a good coach. I remember when he was in Dallas and I was covering a press conference. I was like, dude, I can't believe they hired this idiot. Man, I loved Coach P. 
But like that, but like for me, that we're, I'm hearkening back to the glory days of Dick McPherson and Paul Pasqualoni. That shows you how rough it's been for decades since those gentlemen exited stage left. Now, Dina Babers takes over the program up and down, up early, down recently, ticking back to the up. Like Syracuse was, was projected to be the bottom half of the ACC. Very low win total. They've already got three wins. Well, this was a big year for Dino Babers, right? He needed to get things going. I think the AD there is still Daryl Goss, right? Yeah. yeah. And he had to get things going in the right direction, or I think Goss would have made a change. I think at Syracuse, one of the few programs in college athletics where you potentially can survive a bad coaching hire because the basketball program is so prominent. And you look at this team right now, they're trending in the right direction. But I thought that win against Purdue was huge. I thought the Boilers really let one slip away. Uh, this is a game they got to get. They're going to get bowl eligible if they win this game. They'll have wow. to win two more games. But can they be competitive in the real games? That's what really matters to me in the ACC. Yeah, it is a step up, even though they're nine and a half point favorites. It's always uh, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop as a Syracuse football fan. Nevada against Air Force. You know, you're going up against these academies, and sometimes they can be very difficult to defend. Are you going to lay 24 with the Fly Guys against Nevada? Yeah, I I would, but I'm not going to in this game. Boy, the Wolfpack are bad. <laughs> They're a bad, bad football team, and I think Air Force should be able to run roughshod over them. And they have to be, right? Wyoming just beat Air Force straight up last week as a 17-point dog. Right. Well, wait, hold on a second. What? Air it just Air contradicts Force. what I just said. That's why I'm, I said what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm saying you're right. How bad, how bad is UNR? For Air Force to be laying 24, yeah. coming off what they are coming off of. Yeah, I thought that game was a one-off. Okay, got you. But no, I'm saying, you. yeah, UNR can't play. The program, you know, since Jay Norvell left, he, I think he had uh, 12 or 16 guys go with him to Colorado State to the fort. And this program is really in shambles. Now you're playing here at Altitude in Colorado Springs. Um, this would be a challenge for this team. i tell you one thing, Kelly, if you happen to have a number, I would look at this. The first half with Air Force, if it's 14 ideally 13 or 13 and a half. The books have really adjusted this, Dave, where they've gone to these whole numbers of 14, mm-hmm. 17, 20, 21. 14. Yeah, uh, that's, see, it, that, it's exactly where in the past it would have been 12. So if you could find, right, if you could find under 14, that'd be playable. Correct. But I would still play it at 14 because I don't think the, uh, the Academy is going to have a problem putting up 21 to 28 points in the first half. Okay. Very quickly. One other game here tonight, Boise state against UTEP, the minors at home, Boise State, again, we talk about coaches of the past, and this is not your uncle's Boise State team any longer, but yet they are favored by 16 on the road at UTEP against the Miners. You know, the Miners, uh, they didn't look too bad against Oklahoma throwing the football in the first half of that game. Uh, Boise still got some question marks. I, I wouldn't lay this game. And by the way, I'm glad to see the blue turfers are right back where they belong, buried on a Friday night where we're talking about them three, where we're talking about them as the fourth game out of three, basically. So basically you're saying the gig is up. It's been up since the Hawk and Peterson left. <laughs> uh, by the way, some of those totals that you saw, the Syracuse total was 54. The other one, I believe, 46, 44 and a half. Very low for a college total as well. Yeah. W- would, you, would you stay away from some of those, those lower totals? You know, I think the one thing, though, has been underrated about the Broncos for the last several years is their defense. Their defense has been pretty solid. Uh, this team is inconsistent at the quarterback position. We, we've seen it. They made, some, they made a change throughout the course of the season already, which has been good, but... Uh, this is not a game I'm going to touch. Uh, to me, if you see Bachmeyer again, you're in trouble if you're the Bronx. Whoa. All right, when we come back, let's get into the Saturday slate. And there's some marquee matchups up there for a Saturday and some top 20 affairs as well. Just getting it started on the Friday edition of Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Yeah, welcome back to the show. This segment of Easton Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. It is Big Bets. We hope this is an addictive show that you have to watch and listen to daily, weekdays here on the network. Uh, before we get into some of the bigger games, one news and note in college football, Amal, that, that stood out for me that I wanted to bring to your attention, just more from your macro sense of how you look at numbers, either sides or totals, when you hear news like this. Here we are sitting on a Friday And the news has come out that Purdue's quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, is a game-time decision against FAU on Saturday. He's got an undisclosed injury, which, as a better, I go, well, what is it? Is it an arm? Is it a leg? Is it a rib like Justin Herbert? O'Connell fifth, by the way, nationally in passing yards. So the total against that game against FAU was as high as 61.5. I've seen that adjusted already down to, say, 58. Do do you, like— stay away because you don't know the extent of the injury. You don't know if he's going to play. He's game-time decision. Boy, if he plays, then you probably like the number you may have gotten on Purdue as it gets shorted. But if he doesn't play, you're like, man, I'm really guessing at this stage. Yeah, great point, Dave. Austin Burton, the UCLA transfer, would potentially be the backup if uh, Aiden O'Connell doesn't go. He's been tremendous. You mentioned it before we went to break. Top five in college football, I think, in passing yards. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would have an impact, and we saw that you alluded to the total coming down three points. So if you're in a situation, let's say you bet the over, um, you know, I'd potentially look for an in-game if you want to get off it, if you're not comfortable with it, or you can roll the dice and hope it doesn't land on 59 or 60 and potentially get off that by, you know, betting the under so you don't get beat in that scenario. So different things. I wouldn't necessarily do that. Sometimes you just take the loss if you're that concerned, or you just sometimes let it ride and say, hey, I hope this thing comes to fruition, even though you don't have a quarterback in there who's going to have the same capability in terms of throwing the football. And Purdue does not have – that running game that you sit there and say, okay, hey, no problem. We can do this. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's a great point that you just made, which is, let's say you backed the over at 61 and a half. Mm-hmm. Now the total is down to 58. If you're not comfortable, to your point, if Aiden O'Connell is going to play or not, you can then play the under uh, at 58 and then hope that for a middle, or excuse me, the over at 50, no, no, you play the under. You're looking for a middle. You're looking for a way to get out of that wager if you're not comfortable because of the news of the starting quarterback possibly not being there. Yeah, absolutely right. Now, that's why some people will wait until the last minute to make a wager. Uh, you know, I tend to be a guy that will probably go earlier simply because I think if the line is where I want it to be. So all those things have to be taken into consideration when you're looking at some of these plays. All right, so keep that in mind there if you're on that game, particularly for Purdue backers. On Saturday, they might not have their star quarterback. Let's get to a game that I did not think would be necessarily uh, compelling from the standpoint of the starts of the season. Michigan, I know they've played nobody. I put that out on Twitter, and everybody's like, oh, they haven't played anybody. They're beating the, the bejesus out of everybody they are playing right now, right? Now they get Maryland coming in. And by the way, Loxley looks like he's got the program turned around a little bit. But now, fear the turtle. There, the number's been going up a little bit as the week's gone. I've seen 16.5 up to 17, 17.5 in some shops, 17 here for our conversation, a high total of 64.5. 
Well, you don't think of Michigan as an a offensive juggernaut. They have been so far. I get it. It's bad competition so far. They're going to up that competition. Is it upping it too much that you lay off the Wolverines this week? How do you adjust it? I, a few things to address. Number one, you mentioned fear of the turtle. I think you got to fear of Mike Loxley. Remember in New Mexico, he punched one of the assistant coaches. You can't coach poorly at Maryland. You don't want to get punched. Uh, he's, a, he's an emotional guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, I, I know Michigan hasn't played anybody. Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn. We joked about that being a great college basketball schedule. <laughs> uh, but I think Michigan's really, really good. I think J.J. McCarthy under center gives them a step up offensively. He's got a lot of capabilities. Ronnie Bell being back healthy. Remember, Ronnie Bell tore his ACL in week one against Western Michigan after he had that 75-yard touchdown catch in one play. Yep. That was the season stats, right? Maybe one of the greatest performances in the season ever. <laughs> one catch, 75 yards, call it a year. Um, but I think this team is good. I think I know they lost a lot on the front. Uh, Obajo and uh, Hutchison on that front line. Uh, Daxton Hill in the back. But I still think Michigan is uber-talented, top-five team. I like them to cover this 17. I, I think defensively they're far better than they get credit for. I think they're going to be able to move the ball on this Maryland team. I, I, this, to me, feels like one of those Wolverines 41-17 type of games. I think they're really good. Which would lend to the under, by the way, doing that math at 64.5 if Maryland's high-powered offense gets shut down by that Michigan defense. But you're right. That Michigan offense right now shows no signs of relenting. And Maryland's defense is not their strength. You brought up a good point. The defense is very weak. That's where I think Michigan can take advantage of it, going to be more physical than them. And, you know, you mentioned Maryland and how good they're offensively, but they did not overwhelm me offensively against SMU. No. I think if you're going to put up points, the Ponies are a team you got to do it against. Now you're really stepping up. And you brought up a fair argument. The Wolverines haven't played anyone yet, but still, I don't think you can discount. It's not the scores that I'm looking at. It's the efficiency in every game that they've had. Forget the second, third, and fourth quarters. Those are irrelevant when you got the second and third string guys in there. But Wolverines have been really good. We still don't have an animation, nor do we have a sound effect. I need one. There it is. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, sort of. Bo- I guess breaking uh, betting news. I I cannot see any. I don't see anything on Twitter. By the way, I'm back here most of this show. We're getting to NFL later in the show. I'm back here gathering up NFL injury report news. I have not seen anything specific on Justin Herbert. Uh oh. But that line is crashing and crashing hard. We have fives, oh. five and a half, basically painted across the board right now on that Jaguars Chargers. Uh, so that's game. as we speak. And Kelly, great stuff because you know we just alluded to with the Aiden O'Connell injury. Yeah, Justin Herbert's got those ribs, and how much for just one rib? I mean, it looks like that rib, if it's cracked, we know it, it's at least damaged. And so that number, to Kelly's point. That was as high as seven and a half. So we've got, in the NFL, that's a significant line move when you go through that key number of seven all the way down to, to, towards a flat number, if you will, five and a half. So that's something to monitor here in the next 24 hours for sure. Yeah, but I think if Herbert's not playing, I think it's an even bigger move, right? You said seven, seven and a half. I remember being right, at seven. Right. Uh comes down to five and a half. Obviously, it's a big move, but you're looking at Chase Daniel. Who's the backup? Chase Daniel, yeah. right? I mean, that's got to be a pick'em or something close. That's to That's exactly right? yeah. that. To me, if you if you've got Chase Daniels under center or Chase Daniel under center here or Easton Stick, they're in trouble. Yes, <laughs> I, Easton I mean, Stick. Just reading North Dakota the State. line move, not yeah. having seen any news, kind of kind of like you are Amal. I'm guessing that there's there's some hiccup that we're going to hear about with Herbert, but as of right now, probably still planning on going with him. Oh well, gentlemen, let's keep the conversation right here then for a second because this is fascinating to me. So if we didn't see the full stock market crash on the five and a half, yeah. right? If Herbert then plays, do you feel like, man, I'm I'm getting value at five and a half? 
if I'm a Charger backer. But again, we're playing Russian roulette here. If he doesn't play, this thing could be under three by the time we get to kick on Sunday, right? That's that's the the devil you know versus the one you don't. I would agree with you, but I, I was leaning towards Jacksonville with the seven before this potential news. Mm-hmm. I, I would not take the Jags at the five and a half. Uh, I would wait to see if the line move comes down even further before you you. T- I mean, look, if you're going to 100% back Jacksonville, then you take them at the five and a half. But what I'm saying is, I don't think it's a good number to take the Jags at at this point in time. Um, I think if you like the Chargers, I would wait as well. No no reason to jump in this game right now. I think you take a wait-and-see approach. You know, Dave, we talk about this all the time here at this network. You know, the odds maker's got to put up a line on every game, theoretically. Mm-hmm. You don't have to bet every game, and I think one yeah. of the things in this one where it's prudent is just to kind of hold off and take a wait-and-see approach. I, I think you've gotten to the point now, Amal, where, yeah, you, if you were on the Jags, you missed the best of the number, and if I, I've, been, I've been saying it all week. If you're looking to bet the Chargers – I couldn't do it until the game started. Yeah. It would have to be an in-game bet for me where I can actually see Herbert and how good he looks and how much pain he might be dealing with. Don't you think if you're the Chargers, I, I don't know his status in terms of physical health right Sit now. Yeah, that's exactly. And you look long-term because I still think you can win yep. this game at home, yes. whether it's Daniel or Austin Stick because or Easton Stick because you've got a good enough team around you. Who and the hell is Easton Stick? North Dakota North State Dakota guy. State? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Easton Stick. My goodness. I mean, look, that's where your bet is if, if you're on East. Because, look, no disrespect to Chase Daniel. But if you're looking for Chase Daniel to cover five and a half, good luck. That's <laughs> all you, you, better, that. you better hope there's uh, some sack fumbles forced by Bosa and uh, Khalil Mack. <laughs> My goodness. All right, Kelly, that's great information. Again, we'll talk more NFL certainly in hour number two. But that's this is happening as we speak. So these numbers are on the move. When they're on the move, we're going to give you those updated numbers as they happen. Uh, let's get back to college football. Uh, if there's one team in the top five, that does not feel like a top five team with the eye test. It's the Clemson Tigers. Okay, well, you you know I've talked about the quarterback controversy. Maybe it's not a controversy there, but they're going to go up against Wake Forest, the twenty first team in the land, and they're going to do that uh, in uh, at Wake Forest. Okay, what do you make of Wake Forest? Pot- potential for an upset outright against the Tigers. I think it's going to be tough because the lack of defense for the Demon Deacons. I know this game is in Winston-Salem. Last year they lost by 21 points on the road in Clemson, uh, but I think it's going to be really difficult for the Deeks to be able to overcome. This This Tigers team still has an elite national championship defense. Sam Hartman's terrific. They'll put up some points, but it'll still be challenged. By the way, when you said which team is the worst of the top five, I was about to say, God, I got to go with my own Buckeyes here, but I didn't realize Clemson's still in the top five because I got Oklahoma in the top five instead of Clemson. I think you have it right, and I think the uh, the writers have it wrong on that one. Okay, much more college football and breaking news in the NFL. When it happens and it affects those numbers, we'll get it to you right here on Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Lace it up for week three with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and touchdown insurance offers each and every Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football. Get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It is a whole new ball game. Back alongside the Mall Shaw, Dave Ross here. Hour number one here of Big Bets on a Friday. And in the first hour, pro tip was given out. In a mall, I think it's it's very salient advice and it's really smart for the better to realize that the biggest advantage betters have over the books is that you don't have to bet every game, even though they post every game. Now, the reason why we bring that up in almost a practical application of is a couple games we mentioned in the first hour. Kelly just gave us the injury update on Justin Herbert. That number is now down to five and a half for the Chargers over the Jags. If you're not comfortable not knowing whether or not Herbert's going to go, you don't have to play the game. There's no, there's no reason it says, man, this number's down to five. And I gotta, you don't have to do a damn thing if you're not uh, certain about a, 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 certainly a, a star player like Justin Herbert, the quarterback position. And I mentioned earlier with Purdue, Aiden O'Connell, a budding star in college football, is a game-time decision for Purdue in, in their game against FAU. So if you're not comfortable with it, it's like if you ever watched Card Sharks back then, freeze, pass. You don't have to play. You can just stop right there until you are comfortable with who's going to be in the game. And to your other point, just wait for in-game. Wait until you see who's playing, how the flow of the game is going, if it's a backup or the starter, and then maybe you can hop in in-game. But you don't have to do anything before the game actually starts. 
Willard Scott, I'll take Dave Ross is stuck in the 80s for 200, please. Um, <laughs> Card Sharks was such an underrated game show. Wink Martindale with the skinny mic. I, I, I'm going to take your word on that one. But uh, anyway, to your point, you're absolutely right. You know, the best advice I ever got is if a game, for example, especially in college or even the NFL, if a game is on Thursday, would you wager on it if it was on a Saturday when there's 50 other yeah. games? And mm. that answer is not a definitive oh, wow. yes, like Coastal Carolina against Georgia State, uh, then don't play it. Great point. I mean, that's an excellent point. And to that point, I didn't play the Steelers and Browns game for that reason. I was I, like, it's, it just feels trappy to me. I didn't know which side. We saw it came down to literally the last, what? You got a fourth and one. Do you take the chippy field goal? You know, for everybody that had the Steelers plus four, they're like, go for it. They don't go for it. They kick it, gets it to six. And they're like, all right, at least I'm saving my, saving my teaser plays. And then as Wes Reynolds says, pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo. And all of a sudden, there's a fumble in the end zone, and he's scoring the last play of the game. I got to tell you right now, that's better than happy. That's that's excuse me. That's even worse than Happy Friday. Jeez, <laughs> pitchy, pitchy, woo woo. That should be retired permanently. Um, <laughs> I didn't see any of the game last night. You didn't miss it a whole lot. I, I got a feeling I did not between those two teams. But I looked at the stats, <laughs> and I saw both quarterbacks got over their uh, passing yeah. yardage totals. Uh, but What'd you think? I mean, anything you took away from the Browns or the Steelers that you thought was positive from either side? Well, I'll say this. If you're looking at the Steelers futures market, I pontificated that, you know, you have two winnable games now in a row against the Patriots, against the Browns that you didn't win if you're Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, right? Do you start thinking about Kenny Pickett time? Because Trubisky, the numbers are okay, but it's just second half and when it's winning time, two weeks in a row, there's nothing there. Yeah. So he came out, Mike Tomlin, by this way and said, no, we are not changing quarterbacks. So if you're looking to get in the futures market for the Steelers, realize you'll be doing that, at least in the short term, with Mitchell Trubisky under center. I'm not laying <laughs> this all at the feet of Mitch, but Amal, it was uninspiring is the way I'll say those last two second halves when it's winning time for the Steelers. You know, I can make the argument the Steelers have probably been one of, if not the best drafting teams over the last couple of decades, but they just have not addressed the offensive line. No. And I think it's a real problem. When you draft a player of Najee Harris's caliber, uh, you draft Kenny Pickett. Look, Kenny Pickett could theoretically be a great quarterback, but if he's on his backside every time, we're not going to find out how good he is. And you're, you're absolutely right in terms of Trubisky. Look, he's not a great quarterback, but he's got good mobility. He can do a few things here and there, especially when you roll the pocket. But they're just not consistently able to do that with their offense. I totally agree. So, again, if you had the Steelers in a teaser and went up to 10.5, you're like, wow, how did I lose that? Well, you lost by the pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo. The end. I'm all's favorite. Let's get back to college football. Number 17, Baylor, is going to take on Iowa State, and they're going to do this uh, in Iowa City, right? That's where the Iowa State plays? Yes, sir. No, a- no, a- no. I, I, I Iowa State is in Ames. And Iowa, Iowa State and Iowa's in Ames. No, Iowa's in, <laughs> Iowa's in Iowa City and Iowa State is in Ames. I just, I've driven through Iowa. That's my extent of the knowledge of the state. That's about it. Great people in the state. That's good to hear. What do you make of the Cyclones now at home against Baylor, who obviously that, that tough loss they had a couple weeks ago against BYU. But I think both of us still like Dave Aranda, what he's done defensively with that team. You couldn't find a tougher game to ask me about, Dave? This is, I got to tell you guys, this is one of the toughest games on the board all weekend long. <laughs> I like the Bears. I think they're a really good football team. They had a tough uh, double overtime loss against the Cougs mm-hmm. in Provo. But 
I'm leaning towards Baylor here, but I'm not going to play this one. I think it's a really tough call. This is one, Dave, I hope somebody gets up 10 to 14 points. I'll take the other side on an in-play here. I got no qualms if you say you like the Cyclones. Matt Campbell's done a tremendous mm-hmm. job there, but to me, it's tough to go against Aranda's team here. This is a point that I hope that everybody's been watching our show since the inception of. You make a, a really salient part about long-term strategy for some of these numbers that are under three. Here it is again. If you like the Bears – you would play the money line at plus $1.25 instead of taking the two and a half. Is that where you'd lean? I, I would. And you brought up a good point on the money line here. Look at the, some of the games we've looked at the last couple of days. Coastal Carolina was at two and a half. They were plus 120. The Bears are plus 125 at two and a half. So the odds makers are a little bit saying to you that, hey, they think Iowa State's going to potentially be uh, the more uh, mm-hmm. the bigger dog. Yeah, I mean, the team that should win the game compared to what we saw with Coastal, right. even though they were on the road. And then Arkansas is plus 110 at two, and normally it's half a point is 10 cents, so you'd be at plus 115. So I think sometimes you take that into consideration where the odds are. Um, and I think the plus 125, you like the Bears. Uh, I, I would take them on the money line here. It's a good number. And you, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. The one other thing I would add is if you take the plus 125 on the money line where it gives you a huge advantage is this. Let's say you bet 100 bucks, and Baylor gets up by a margin where wow. Iowa State is 4-1 to one in game. Now I could just come back with – $25 on Iowa State on the money line. Now I'm playing with complete house money to just either break even or make a profit. That's it's a great way to look at it. Again, locking in profit is the key. And then you have a nice couple hours where you don't have to stress. I just changed the game as soon as that's the case. I'm <laughs> on to the next. TCU against SMU. We mentioned SMU, disappointing loss last week at Maryland. Now the Horned Frogs come in, TCU. They're going to go to uh, take on those those ponies uh, at SMU. What do you make of this in-state rivalry? And right now, TCU, two-point favorites on the road. And we have that similar situation here. Under a field goal, plus money. Look at the plus money here. Look at the difference in a half point. So Baylor's two-and-a-half point favor, uh, underdogs, and they're plus $1.25. SMU, two-point underdogs, plus ten on the money line. Yeah, this is going to be a great game for the Iron Skillet here. This one's up on the hilltop. Iron Skillet. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, th- remember, SMU's head coach, Dykes, is now at TCU. You talk about a great opportunity here. Um, Dave, I didn't touch this game. If you want an entertaining game to watch, just strictly from an entertainment standpoint, and a good in-game game to potentially bet on, this is your game, SMU-TCU. I'm not sure about the Frogs so far this year. I know they went into Colorado and absolutely just crushed the the Buffaloes, but who hasn't? They've Mm -hmm. lost three games by 98 points. Uh, The Ponies are pretty good offensively, which doesn't come as much of a surprise. Um, I'm going to stay away from this one, Dave. Tough, really tough for me to call. I want to see both teams from an offensive standpoint be consistent. Which defense can get more of the stops here? The one thing I would say is that TCU with Dykes will have an advantage of knowing the personnel of SMU a little bit better. Um, How does that play out remains to be seen. I would say this. There is no better breakfast than a skillet breakfast. So you get an iron skillet if you win. Do all the kids get one or is it just one skillet and they all have to share? Um, (laughs) It's just one skillet. I don't know if I'd like that. Uh, you know what? Both teams, these two are very wealthy private schools. They can afford skillets for everybody. <laughs> They'll be okay. They'll, They'll be, be okay. Right. Exactly. So if Syracuse, Virginia tonight isn't the game of the week, then Duke, Kansas will be the game of the week. Well, I know you're being facetious. This is a really good game. It is a good game. Uh, come I, on. This is amazing. We're talking about we're talking about two football schools and Duke and Kansas duking it out. Coach K against Roy back in the day. I, Seven? You're gonna lay seven with the Rock Chalk Jayhawk? First of all, you should be tipping your cap to the Rock Chalkers because it was Warwick's block that got you the national title yeah, against baby, Roy's 2003. team. Exactly right. Um, 
this is going to be a good game. Daniels, the quarterback at Duke, has done a really nice job here. Um, ex- excuse me, at Kansas. They, they've done a great job. This should be a fun game to watch. I, I can't wait to see this one. should be high scoring, Dave. Uh, who would have thought both teams are going to be 3-0 and at this point in Unbelievable. time? Yeah. No, it, it should be high scoring. 64 is the high total. And again, you, you referenced 2003. And maybe the greatest post-game interview of all time. I know the person in your ear right now is not very sensitive in times like this. People should, Coach, you can take the UNC job. I give a beep about North Carolina. <laughs> Next day, Roy Williams, head coach of North Carolina. It's amazing how that happens. It, re- it really 24 is. hours early, he didn't care about him. Next day, he's the coach of UNC. This is, this going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough one, but it should be a lot of points. Uh, that 64 yep. over might be in play. Come on back, more college football and the NFL in our number two. It is Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.